This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. Time, and you can tell us all your favorite word that you would say if you, you know, with the earmuffs uh, filter on. What's the word? Go ahead. What's the word? Just tell me. I swear I'm not recording. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, well, this is the uncensored, this is Memphis uncensored, so I would probably be like cunt. My, no, my, my, you <laughs> motherfucker. A 90 second pregnant pause, someone's going to jump in and help out Gabe. I mean, I mean, we, we don't use that word as like as good as our, uh, our British and Aust- especially our Australian what, friends. I, I was going to say, you got to do it with the accent. Yeah. Yeah. No, you weak cunts out there. No, America. You want to hit it with a Scottish accent? Yeah, we uh, we use fuck real well, but they, those those Brits and those Scots and those Aussies, they use cunt like a pro. <laughs> the the Jim uh, Jeffries delivery on the stand up is just yeah yeah I that's that the one right there. Uh, Jordan, what what's your what's your earmuffs word? Come on. Uh, there's they know each other here. I, I can use the f word in pretty much any uh, any context. So. You know, noun, verb, adjective, adverb. You know, he's I watching Syracuse basketball right now, so we'll hear it in a second. There's a lot of there's a lot of them in my head at this particular moment. <laughs> considering we're down 13, so we're at about a 10 nothing run against this right now, so it's getting out of hand. Uh, J. Mike, what, what's your what's your potty mouth word? I know you got one. You- yes, it is uh, fourth child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so I basically have to have my kind. Wife. I have to have my wife do that before I say anything regarding the number four or children. So yeah. I'm just trying to, we're at three, we're good. And she, she would really like for me to say that more, but you know, pumping the brakes there. Keep it prime, baby. Tell her, tell her three is a prime number. We're in our prime. Don't tell her about the number five, but tell her that three is a prime number. That's a math joke, J Mike. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I majored in psychology, uh, you know, math just kind of, you know, well, let's just uh, announce that we're live, yeah, buddy. guys. You said you, your earmuff words live. I can't believe you. Why would you ever say that word? Don't ever utter that word on the open bar. We don't. We don't have an open language policy. You can't just say whatever you want. Uh, actually- is that is that what we do? We actually can say whatever. Is that the okay? There is no. Oh, I thought that E meant everyone. Everyone can look. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's it's even you. <laughs> even you. Uh, oh, if, if we we goes. include everyone here. Uh, we're so extra live though. It's nine thirty Eastern on a Tuesday ish. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sick of this schedule, man. I don't want to. Uh, J Mike, I don't want to. I don't care. I don't care about a schedule. People tell us to be here at 930 Eastern sharp, be on the show for an hour. You know what? <laughs> Why? Why, J. Mike? Tell me that. Riddle me this. I mean, we're <laughs> we're here. We're, we're here for you guys. Uh, everyone in the chat, everyone listening to this in podcast form. We're here for you. Um, and you know what? This 2019 is going to be the year of anarchy here in the open bar. Uh, forget rules. Forget what you thought you knew. 
Um, this is like the Matrix, except we're starting it with the C word every time now. So like, we're just gonna <laughs> oh play God. this back over. <laughs> Memphis just dropping. You know what? This is my earmuff. Might be our drop now. <laughs> That's your intro song. It's just Memphis. <laughs> I'll get my boy G from the uh, from the Aussie guys to come by. And he could just like say it on a continuous loop for you. There you go. With that proper Australian <laughs> accent. But uh, I, I can't help but notice here we are in the open bar. And um, obviously we haven't even introduced our guests yet. But everyone seems to be rocking a Tuesday trucker hat. Except. Yeah. Huh. We're this not even going to introduce him. One. We're not even going to introduce him. We're just Sorry, gonna... I got my necklace on instead. Somebody, <laughs> some, someone sells Do you even have two then... on? Do you even have two no, nah, just one. Just one. Uh, Gets all hoity-toity, huh? How's the air up there? <laughs> it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold. I'm going to start my headphones. Sorry. Um, um, speaking of, of Trucker Hat Tuesdays, J. Mike, I'm going to I'm gonna take that opportunity to shout out my my brother. I, I was digging around, and I was looking for hats. And not not extra on the hat thing because of the long hair because I got to – I got to poke the old bun it's out. It's work. Yeah, it's work man bun. Yeah, it's work. It was hard. Y'all saw me like off air, like just like trying to figure out like where the <laughs> the clinks are and trying to. Yeah, no, thanks. But I did it for trucker, <laughs> trucker hat Tuesday for one. For two, my brother made this hat and I'm going to his bachelor party this weekend. So shout hey. out to my brother. Uh, the the third best gearing of all time behind uh, myself and my wife of course Please. so um that's, that's my bad. trucker hat introduction uh guys you got anything interesting about yours no okay right. no, well, uh jerry how about you what's what's your trucker <laughs> hat all welcome to the open bar jerry Hi. thank you Hi. thank you hey, that is the damn intro is that what you wanted listen i'm good <laughs> so here's the thing about my hat i don't ever get haircuts because i'm lazy and I'm not going to pay for it because I'm poor. So I wear a hat <laughs> to hide it. And I actually got a haircut and Randy's been busting my balls because I haven't been wearing it. So we made it a thing today. Uh, as far as your brother's uh, bachelor party, I hope it goes so much better than my buddies. He woke up with nothing on but a t-shirt. The problem was, friends, that my man had one leg through the arm of one t-shirt and another leg through the head hole and that's all he had on and we found him like that so hopefully he does better than that well wow. i don't think his wife was happy i didn't hear her response but he uh he had fun it was a fun time using I mean, all you, the incorrect yeah. orifices <laughs> a t-shirt inside and out i won't go further I just, I just don't know how you come back from using a shirt as a kilt and underwear all at once. Um, I, I'm just not, I'm you not sure. On on the, you tie it like a knot on the side of your hip to keep it from falling down. It becomes like a diaper. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Hey, but resourceful. He's like, he's like the bear grills of bachelor parties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't like drink his own pee out of a snake, but yeah, I mean, he did good. <laughs> you what don't know what he did to survive out there, man. Fair. That's fair. What do you talk about when he talk about a dodgeball when he drinks his own pee? Uh, <laughs> we say because because it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> 
Oh my. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Well, yeah, you probably have to. How many days would it take? Guys, we'll, we'll you know, we'll get to the football later. How many days? How many days? To drink out in the wild. Tea? Yeah, out in the wild. Three day you uh three days without water is the rule, right? <sighs> yeah, three days without I, water, three weeks without food, I think if yeah, correctly. But I would do it faster than you guys. I listen, <laughs> I'm pampered, man. Don't I'm a millennial. You think I'm lasting outside before I panic? No. <laughs> You're I'm mixing it in your cocktails already. You're just yeah. conditioned to this. Well, I, I'm not a millennial and I grew up drinking Coors Light and Miller Light, so I've already been drinking piss most of my whole life. So <laughs> I mean I could start tomorrow tomorrow too soon so it's a it's more of a matter of question how long can you go without drinking your own pee <laughs> exactly exactly okay <laughs> oh my gosh all right let's keep introducing people <laughs> the man who drinks his own piss every three minutes <laughs> memphis i always want to j mike i always want to say do y'all remember you remember the the hip-hop memphis you remember memphis j mike with uh no Huey, i do not the, the pop lock and drop it the producer was Memphis. I always think of Memphis when I think of you, Memphis. He's on that list uh, of producers I like to forget. Oh, uh, unlike this Memphis. Unlike this Memphis. Right. Very uh, well. I think like Memphis so, Bleak. Or, or like oh, the yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he didn't make it as far as uh, no. Jay Z thought he would. <laughs> no, you can only go so far. See, at some point, you have to have talent. Um, that's <laughs> about you listening that. to hip hop today. That's that, not true. That, that's cold as ice. Um, no, I got the nickname Memphis. So, uh, my, my first name is Randy, obviously short for Randall. And my, my best friend goes, Oh, your name is Randall, huh? You're Randall Memphis young from now on. So I've just been Memphis ever since for about the last 15 years. So that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh you can't give yourself a nickname, but it's stuck. And here we are. Fair. I'm not mad at it. And, and for, obviously like, like Abe said with them being, this being their first time to the, to the bar, you may not know, uh, they, they are the basically dynamic duo of the Dynasty Warzone podcast, the flagship podcast of the, what is it, Dynasty Football Network, correct? That is correct. And and, and okay. Jer Jerry is the man of the hour and the man with the power. Uh, it's he, it's, it's, he builds my head. I got a big head and he just makes it big. Well, that's, that's, that's Randy's job. It's, it's covered by that trucker hat. And Jerry is not telling you the whole story of the trucker hat. Uh -oh. So, so Jerry and I have been doing a podcast together. He was a guest last summer and right before week one of the 2018 season, Jerry became our permanent co-host and Jerry every Tuesday, uh, nine 30 at night. I know he's not going anywhere. He's maybe gonna let the dog out. My man's always got a trucker hat on always. So, you know what, for our very first trip to the open bar, we're like hashtag hat. It's easy for me to say, uh, hashtag trucker hat Tuesday. So in honor of Jerry, We've all got on our trucker hat. That's, that's, he that's he right. thinks I put the hat on for him, but that hat stayed on all day. That hat was always on. Old trusty. Uh, yeah. that's old yeah. And it, I got a weird shaped head. That's my problem. And this one actually fits it. It does. You you look very stylish. And uh, always, always, always. Oh yeah, I'm rocking a Yeti trucker hat. Just like I'd my man Jim. Seventy five dollars, like everything else from Yeti. Uh, I don't know. Some for a few dollars. I, I'm curious. I want to know more about J Mac. Uh, J Max. I, I apparently I really want to introduce our other. We got a J Mike and a J Mac. Is that okay? Can I call you J Mac now that we have a? Or is that not okay? Just let me know. That's a gimmick. Oh, well, that's fine. I've been called worse this week, so we're good. We're good. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's <was> not good. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. 
Jordo okay. Mac was my nickname growing up. That's my that's my nickname. So okay. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, I totally didn't mean to introduce you at all because uh, we were trying to um, leave you out of the whole trucker hat thing, but uh, here we are. So no, I'm. <laughs> I actually got a haircut, so I'm willing to show it off. So, oh, you know, so. slight flex, slight flex, but <laughs> looking good. Like was, Thanks. Like your head, your head would look real yeah. good on a book, like a fantasy football book. Yeah, you would. Read, yeah. you had uh, written one of those. I got to look into one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed this all up. I, I, I forgot to wear my Pat Tillman jersey. There you go. For mm. Jordan. It's the only jersey that I still own. At one time, I had a couple of Colts jerseys. My brothers went to a Colts game, and they quote-unquote borrowed them and never returned them. So basically, they stole them. And, uh, but the only jersey I still have is a Pat Tillman, and I know that is the avatar for Mr. Jordan's Twitter. It is my avatar. Actually, Pat Tillman died on my 17th birthday, so I share that with him. Um, yeah, he, uh, he's a good man. So... Um, yeah, you should have worn the jersey. That would have been nice. Is it the is it the Arizona State one or is it no no the it's, it's card the Cardinals one? one. It was uh, yeah. uh, it was a gift from my pops and uh, I, I I like I said uh, break it out maybe once a year, and I was going to wear it in honor of you and I got so caught up in the trucker hats that I forgot the jersey. But I'll uh, I'll post a pic on uh, Twitter at DFA. Oh, I like I'll, it. I like it. My uh, if my daughter was a boy, she was being named Patrick in honor of Pat Tillman. So we'll see what number maybe number I two mean, will be a boy. You could have pulled. That off as a girl's name, just throwing it out there. Patricia, Patricia, <laughs> Tilly. <laughs> I could have done Tilly. Not done yet. Tilly, Tilly. Really? Hey. All right, that's all right. You got to catch up. Like J Mike and the number of children. <laughs> yeah, man. I, look, if 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 he takes if he takes um, orphans as seriously uh, with real life as he does with his fantasy life, then <laughs> I mean, he could he could really do something in the in, 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 with the number of kids count there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, adopting sixteen kids, so don't worry about it. <laughs> he's, not, he's not going full Phil Rivers, honest. Yeah. I'm about to say no. I, I can get you. I can get you jump started with three if you like. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Love my cheerings. No, not four. Stop. <laughs> J Mike, I know, I know, you're trying to slip that in subliminally. No. The old, <laughs> ah, <laughs> not gonna be able to do it. Uh, <laughs> but isn't that how we got to number four? it's all right so the chat since we're talking about slipping things in the chat uh so the chat's lit tonight um (laughs) zach from the dynasty dummies was first what up zach Uh, he said it didn't exist (laughs) he put in asterisks if there was a chat it would be lit (laughs) the first rule of open bar you don't talk about oh sorry wrong, wrong show (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good effort though. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Har from the Trade Addicts was a Brian. Uh, they had a live show last night. It was lit, and they showed a ton of love as well. Um, but Har was in the building. He <laughs> and this is this is for you, Memphis. He hit us with that was an explosive start to the show. C word and all. Uh, so he was here for it. <laughs> My stomach still he, hurts he from that. Himself. <laughs> but what me? It was uh, Jerry. It was going to be me if you didn't I, say. I, I, I sniped him in the in the cuss word. Yeah, draft. no. <laughs> how, how are you going to snipe me in a swear draft? <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> which which one was Gurley and which one was Barkley? If we had to go back there for a moment. Oh, 
Well, girly's girly's fallen, so he's probably he's probably <laughs> bitch. He's bitch right now. <laughs> yeah, at this point, you can say girly on cable TV. No. <laughs> you know, you could say girly on like an FX show. You could like Sons of Anarchy, but you know, you can't get away with the F bomb. We're not quite to Sopranos or you know something like that yet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this show's about uh, to fade I'll... to black real real quick <laughs> <laughs> youtube's just gonna pull the plug like no nah, we're done here. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> david berg is in the building uh berg says he needs counseling after the rams loss uh any words of wisdom for berg i'm a lions fan man i feel your pain been <laughs> not, i mean I, I haven't experienced a super bowl loss but getting I... my heart ripped out and stepped on that's what we do here i mean you your coach is in his mid thirties, and your your quarterback's in year three. You got probably plenty of good years uh, ahead of you. Just just hang tight, hang tight. It's uh, I mean, Mister Golf is not the first young quarterback to fall victim to the hoodie. So just just be cool, man. And Cooper's coming back, man. That's your heartbeat. That's I heard your heartbeat. Interesting, interesting Bill Belichick stat: him and Tom Brady are like seven and zero against the the young quarterbacks when they're age 25 or younger and that includes Andrew Luck twice and golf and Mahomes and uh, I mean just gotta say that I mean they're they're really good at what they do obviously you know based on the the Thanos picture we, we shared of Tom Brady and his <laughs> foot rings in the infinity gauntlet Gabe have you seen that, that yet I, I saw that was was that shared in our our DM yes I, I right. need to let everyone see this it's one of the more beautiful things I've yeah, ever go seen ahead. Um, oh, no. give me a second I mean, that it's it's insane. impressive. What's the green? <laughs> what's the green one? Uh, time stone. Uh, time stone. Yeah. No, no, no. Nerd alert. <laughs> in terms of in terms of Tom Brady rings, which one is that? Which gonna uh, uh, be six, so you can't see it based on the art that that I yeah. see. That's the one that doesn't matter. You can't see yeah, it. One one for the thumb, as they say. Um, yeah, that that's got to be number 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 six ish. Um, the that's going to be his nickname the, now, isn't it? Was that six? D Thanos. I don't know. Yeah, Th I love Thom it. It's, Thomas. It's I'm <laughs> I'm 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 very um, what's the word? Uh, and and Memphis is who I owe the credit to this. He showed me this picture beforehand, and I had not seen it. And I'm I'm officially enamored. I am I am enthralled. Uh, this this is amazing. This is legit amazing. So. Whomever uh, needs to take credit for this in terms of who created it, uh, who posted it, it's it's beautiful. Well done. I'm taking the Thamos hashtag right now just to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> got work headed with some lyrics. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. The uh, <laughs> Also in the chat, uh, Mr. Shane Manila. He said, Mimph, Mimph, what, what? Um, and speaking of, with with Shane also in the chat, and, and I might as well bring this up now. Um, so so Shane, and I guess this is becoming my weekly trade corner. Uh, I got another offer in a league, uh, and what I'm curious of your all's thoughts because we've discussed Damian Williams, but he continues to be a hot topic amongst folks on Twitter and abroad. Um, so McNamara, I'll start with you since your cues are basically giving this up. Um, the one twelve or Damian Williams in a running back points per carry league. Damian Williams. That easy for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's but, wait. Okay. Well, keep going, J. Mike. <laughs> no, I'm just, I was just going to ask everybody going, else. What, what were the other thoughts? Other thoughts? 
you want more thoughts from me on that? I mean, Anyone. I definitely yeah, I do. Everyone. I want. I want. <laughs> you want more? <laughs> I. I mean, I. I don't know. I just look at. Uh, right. I, I look a lot at. So in the research for my book, I I created a metric called warp, um, in a warp, which uh, basically warp is the the wins over replacement. That it's similar to the baseball metric, uh, wins above replacement, but it's wins over replacement. It's a um, you know, it basically measures how many wins a player will add based compared to the what would be the 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 baseline player at a particular position. And you look at running back, and you know, guys like Damian Williams can win you one and a half games over what you would expect a replacement player to win. And you know, that's that's a big deal. And you look at that area of the draft; that's not an area that's particularly lucrative in terms of producing that high of a of a difference maker. And especially in a down class of, you know, I, I don't know if I want to say it's a down class as much as everyone else is saying. I think it's lesser of, you know, I think it's, there's I think there's, there's not that. Yeah. And I think there's makes it sexy. Right. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's more depth than, right. I, I don't know. I look at this class and there's a lot of players in it that I, that I think are better than some of the guys that are being talked up right now. So I, I don't know how it all turns out, but I just look at a guy like Damian Williams and I think he can be a legit difference maker. And, you know, I, I'd have a hard time passing that up for a one twelve. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. Listen, and we're talking, I mean, it depends, you know, if they take somebody or any of that, but Damian Williams was good as hell. Like, let's not let's not twist it. Like, he was not helping all of us win championships if you had us, had him on your roster. So, yeah. And what's one twelve? What? Here, I'll grab a dart and I'll throw it at the picture of a bunch of guys, and maybe one of them will stick. It is. <laughs> nah, give me Damian Williams easy. Well, then I'll I'll play the devil's advocate. What what if Damian Williams turns out to be Alex Collins? Mm, I mean, what are the chances that Alex Collins? I, I mean. I mean, it would be a, a trade I would be more likely to consider at my rookie draft than right now. Right now, I would take Damian Williams, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't think his job's that secure. The only thing that they have going for him is that Spencer Ware's a free agent. I don't like to likely to think that he's coming back. So it's um, him and the other Williams. I do think they'll draft uh, someone uh, in, in in the rookie draft, but they have seven picks, so they they've got a, a full allotment. Um, it'll come down to when they address running back. If they address it, I saw a mock draft today where they had him taking Josh Jacobs in the first round. I saw one the other day that had him taking David Montgomery. I think it was in the second. If that happens, he's done. His goose is cooked. So a- as an owner, you have to decide, do I want to cash out a guy that three months ago was probably on your waiver wire or on the way bottom of your bench? Do I want to cash out you know, and and turn this into something else? And maybe you can package that and move on up. It, it's It's a hypothetical, but... It's definitely interesting. It's a it's a tough spot to be in. I'm, I don't have any Damian Williams, so. Uh, but in this yeah, case, I don't either. I don't either. I know I'm arguing for him, but I don't have him either. But uh, I, would, I think I'd be interested in, in uh, t- just to see what happens after the draft, and and if if they don't draft a running back until fifth, sixth round, or whatever, like is is his price like really gonna go through the roof for a guy like Damian Williams? I think it it's, will. Really? For a guy I mean, like Damian Williams? It's 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 an Andy Reid running back though. I mean that, that is, up, but you could throw me out there. I could get at least fifty yards in one game. 
I mean, he's got like I think it's like a 17 year track record of running back success in the NFL for fantasy. I mean, going clear back to Deuce Staley, Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy. I mean, the list just goes on. And even the backups to those guys, you know, have fantasy relevance. So um, if you're the lead dog there in Kansas City with that high powered offense, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard not to. Uh, I was listening to Ryan McDowell and he was talking about how it was the biggest one month uh, ADP spike that he had ever seen. He went from like in the 200s to like 70 something in one month. So if they don't do anything major in free agency, which as of right now, according to Spotrack, they've got about 25 million in cap room. If they don't, you know, bring over a Tevin Coleman, a Mark Ingram, someone like that. And if uh, Damian Williams avoids competition in free agency or the draft, heck yeah, man, he'll probably make it into the 40s or 50s of ADP. Does that sound crazy? Not entirely, I guess. It's just, uh, and and it probably says more about what what the Chiefs would think of him. I but just like thinking about that, and and you running through like you know between Tevin Coleman and Mark Ingram and just the draft, even though the running back class isn't incredibly amazing from from what we've heard, but it's relatively deep. Like if they completely avoid that and ride with their their. <laughs> Darian, Damian Williams, um, that that would be a, a salute to him for sure. But man, that just that's a long road. That seems hard I'm, to believe. I, listen, I'm I'm with you, Gabe. Like it's not Damian Williams that I like. It's just you know he's the one that's in a prime situation to be good. If you would have, if I would have been talking about Damian Williams two months ago, I would have been talking about how he's a poop sandwich just sitting on your table, just there it pushing is. out onto the table. But so. It, I mean, yeah, I hear you. I mean, that's saying, why he's we're, one of we're all talking. Guys. We're all talking like he's going to be replaced, essentially. Like it, it, it feels that way. Everyone thinks that it's either going to be a free agent or uh, in the NFL draft, and that he's immediately going to uh, be threatened by by someone. And so, so why why would we want to? you know, have shares of that at this point with that, with that one twelve or whatever it is, like, why would you even touch it? I mean, sure. You can talk about value all day. Like what is the right price for it? But like, why, why, if we all kind of, I don't know, maybe we're not all on that same page. Like Jordan, are you thinking that he has a chance to go through this unscathed? I do. And I, I don't know. I think the Alex Collins conversations, I think that's a, a good lens to look at this thing. But again, you look at what Alex Collins, Alex Collins was going 20 picks sooner in startups last year, right? I mean, you can't, I don't know. I, I tend to break drafts, dynasty drafts, and sort of team building into a couple different categories, right? The top six rounds, I don't want to miss, right? But Damian Williams isn't going in there, right? So you're, you sort of are transitioning to a spot in your drafts where you should be taking a lot more running backs. You should be taking guys that have higher upside. And I don't, I'm not willing to write him off as not good. I mean, all right, so he's in Miami, right? And he's a restricted free agent. And where does he go? You know, where is he potentially linked to? Where does he take visits? New England. You think that coach knows running backs? All right, so he he loses his job, right, to, you know, Ken, he gets, him and Kenyon Drake were basically going to replace J.H.J. when J.H.J. gets traded. Damian Williams gets hurt. Kenyon Drake basically takes the lead job. And where does he end up? In Kansas City. You think Andy Reid knows quarterback running backs? I mean, I don't know. I, I you know, I, I sort of look at all that, and that story that tells me that speaks to me a little bit. And I'm not big on chasing coaches, but there's a select handful of situations in which I will, and those are two coaches that I'll chase in terms of talent. 
Another one's Sean Payton, right? You sort of, if you do, if you mimic what the Saints do in in their team building, it's a it's a pretty profitable strategy. And so I, I, that speaks to me. You know, they commit to him more than Alex Collins was committed to. And he's going two rounds, maybe even three rounds cheaper than Alex Collins was going 12 months ago, right? So all of those things, I think, you know, I was way out on Collins at his cost, but I, I, I find Williams to be really interesting. I own, I own him in a bunch of places. I'm not selling him for a late first. You know, that 112 range, I'll, I'll hold him. You know, if I can do a random 2020 sec, uh, 2020 first, I'm, I'm interested on that. You know, I bet you I could probably get an ancillary piece thrown on top of that. That's something I'm interested in. But, um, yeah, at the, the late first, I'll take my shot. I'll take yeah. the shot on it. I just think the best case scenario for him is it's one year. Even if he is the man for 2019, it's just 2019. I, d- I don't see that being a long-term solution for that offense. And I'm looking at the, at the 112, and I'm, I'm looking at the overall top 50, according to our friends over at the Dynasty Command Center. That's Ryan McDowell and Travis May in that group. And right now with the 112, you would be looking at uh, Devin Singletary or Benny Snell. And based on landing spot – I might rather have Devin Singletary or Benny Snell. I mean, not so much Benny Snell, but definitely uh, Daryl Henderson. They have at 110, Devin Singletary at 111. In that range, I mean, I I can't tell you that in a dynasty league, a redraft gave me all the Damian Williams in that that scenario. But in in dynasty, I I don't hate uh, Henderson or Singletary there. But if it's one of those guys, if if they land in good spots, I don't think those type of players will be there either. I mean... Because if those guys land in, you know, Philly or wherever, I think you're talking mid first, earlier first for those types of guys. It just, oh, it, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I might be talking myself out of Damian Williams because I, he feels like, like a one year circle regardless. Yeah, I, I don't see him being the guy in Andy Reid's system for more than next year. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it sucks. Luckily, I don't have to make this decision because I don't have the dude anywhere. That's the the <laughs> bonus I have, and I'm selfish. And uh, yeah, no, it's that's why we're talking like this because it is such a headache. This whole situation. So I find this. I find the Damian Williams one twelve comparison interesting because everyone's down on this class, and. Uh, some some folks that I've talked to in strategy sessions and that have reached out to me on Twitter, people that have bought my book, have sort of reached out and said they think the rookie market's depressed. And when they send me what you know the, where they're getting rookie picks in drafts, I, I think it clearly is. One of the things I was able to identify was basically the historical value of rookie picks compared to what their startup valuation should be. And I'll tell you one thing: if you're taking Damian Williams, you know, you're talking about a pick that's about 75 overall in startup drafts right now. Taking the 112 on him is a 20 is a is a more than two round loss in terms of what your historical startup rate should be. And I don't know. I look at the back half of that first round, and I'm a big running. I believe a lot in drafting a lot of running backs and rookie drafts. You take basically picks seven through 12 that have been drafted in rookie drafts. That would that is their ADP in the past 10 years. The hit rate on that's 43 percent. Right, so we we might talk about Damian Williams as only being a one year guy. If he hits for a top twenty four season, that's actually a win. Okay, so that's so I, I sort of look at those things and I say the one twelve. I'm not I'm not cashing out at the appropriate market value, and you know I think he's probably going to be the guy this year. And and let's assume they draft somebody, right? Let's assume that they draft 
I don't know, David Montgomery on day two or something like that. That doesn't make Williams without value, right? He's still a, he would still be a, a, a fully capable three down back in a backup spot. And that's right. Those are the types of running backs that you should roster as backups. And are we sure he would be the backup in this situation? I mean, Spencer Ware was a starter when Kareem Hunt got drafted. So, I mean, just to defend your point a little, you know, even if that does happen, that doesn't necessarily mean that the dude would not be the starter for this year either. Yeah. And you know what? They signed him. They signed him. Well, I think it was four million a year through two years. I think only year one's guaranteed, right? That doesn't point to me someone like that they're just going to ship off, right? That that this isn't a team that spends a ton. You know, they're not in the Le'Veon Bell market. They, that's not what they've ever done. And so is it likely they draft someone? I'm sure. But again, I don't, you know, even if that, I'll tell you what, if they draft someone on day three that people are scared of, I'll be da- buying Damian Williams all the way down, right? I mean, that's just the type of bet you that you should make. And I will qualify I that I would rather have Damian Williams on a contender if maybe I was the returning champion or maybe I was I felt like I was one running back away or I need a little bit of depth. I would totally agree with, with the Damian Williams side. So it, it could be a little roster dependent as well. I'd kind of like to go and ask that owner for uh, Damian Williams after the draft and after, I don't know, in a scenario where they end up with a, a Snell or a Henderson, something like that on, on day two. Like that seems like an ideal scenario where it would make the owner sweat enough and to where the, the community would also be a bit more down than where he is now. What did you say? 70, 75 or whatever. Like I'm, I'm sure he would drop down into the nineties hundreds range. And, and that day two running back would be right there with him just because of the situation of Andy Reed and, and being a running back. So that's when I wouldn't mind taking a stab. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do a pre-draft. Yeah. I just think it's too risky. Yeah, and I and think that, like um, I think it's there's a price there that we can get um, after the fact. It's a very gambling situation. You, you know what? It, it could pay off for you big time, or you could lose your entire investment, and we won't know until draft time. It's kind of what makes it fun in this situation, like Jerry said. It, it, but it, but even to build on your all's point, and, and and we can pivot if we need to. But it's not even just escaping the draft uh, for Williams, like like you all were saying with Spencer Ware, and it was brought up in the chat here too. Um, and I, again, it's something that I think we touched on previously, but obviously Spencer Webb was signed with that similar little extension that Williams just got expecting to get, you know, shoulder more of a load uh, a couple years back. And then, uh, he gets injured Kareem Hunt on the scene and Kareem Hunt becomes a, a major thing, right? Uh, same thing happens again when Spencer Spencer Ware is again tabbed to be the guy, gets hurt again, and now Damian Williams comes on the scene and, and becomes someone that we're discussing now for first-round value when he couldn't do anything with Kenyon Drake in Miami. And, you know, I, I just find it all interesting how how little, how little thin of a margin it is uh, for, for success uh, or, or for someone to find success and like you all are saying, particularly in an Andy Reid offense, the margin's so thin because if you're if you're the guy getting the work, then you're likely going to do well, right? But you have to be the guy that's getting the work is the question, right? So um, for, for 112, and, 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 it, and to your point, Memphis, even if you are not on a contender, if you throw, let's say you did acquire a, a, a late round first in this instance, um, you could you could try to slide that 112 in thinking that you know maybe if Williams is the man come the season and and a 
and a playoff team that's pushing really needs him at that point. I mean, you can, you could probably ask for, you know, who knows what <laughs> to be able to, to, to get, make that price. Right. Well, that's fair because you could get a 2020 first and it may be a right. random 2020 it's a moment. And then right. we're, we're all in agreement. I think that the 2020 class has much better uh, outlook than this class. Although I think this class is a little underrated, but no, I, I see that, that that's a great strategy as well. So, so many all right, Jay, Mike, that's enough. But Damian Williams found it interesting. 20 minutes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe loves it. Can I ask you can I ask you guys a question? I put this out on Twitter Do recently. It. I'm interested Do in you guys, you guys' position on this. If I tell you a, a random pick, basically, you know, let's talk about a random t- 2020 first round pick. How do you guys sort of look at that? Are you thinking late round? Are you thinking early round? Are you thinking mid round? How do you guys sort of value that in terms of valuation? 107. I don't know why that's just specific. If when I see a poll like that on Twitter, I I always like to think of it as a later round. I don't. I I have no reason for that, but because if if someone says a random, usually if it's an early first round pick and they say it, they'll say it's going to be early. Like they can look at their team and see that that's a poop team. So. Still never know, though. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There was a guy in a league that I was in that uh, in the 2017 draft, he had a poop team, to use my, my co-host's words there, and he wound up drafting two running backs. Better that, than our opening words. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he drafted two running backs. Maybe you heard of them late in that, uh, that, that first round. He drafted a guy named Alvin Kamara and a guy named uh, Kareem Hunt, and his roster going into that season didn't look like much. And we would have thought his 2018 pick would have been, you know, the 101 through 104. And, and he ended up finishing in the playoffs that year because of those two running backs. So it's not always that easy. So, yes, I'm with Jerry. I'm, I'm in the, like the, the 106 range and just be done. So if you're using a trade calculator type tool, that's where I would put in a, a 2020 first right now. Um, and if it's it better, that's just house money. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if it's a little bit worse, it's still a first round pick. You know, p- picture, like I said this on a, on the uh, Rookie Fever podcast last week, they're like owning a, a Dairy Queen in the Midwest. Their value goes down in January, but the value goes right back up at summertime. And it's the same thing with these rookie picks. You know what? Their value goes down when the season starts, but they go right back up right now. And every day that you hold on to your rookie picks is one day they're worth just a little bit more. And I, I saw a guy, um, industry guy I'm in a league with, and everybody gets excited. And if they don't have rookie picks, man, I call it FOMO, fear of missing out. If they don't have a first-round pick, you'll be surprised what people would give up to, to draft a Michael Gallup or a Lamar Jackson in a Superflex League. You would be stunned. So uh, I hold on to my picks as much as I can until draft day, even if I don't quote-unquote love the draft, because I know that's when the action comes. Go, go to MFL and, and uh, search the last 365 days. And look at how much action went on in your league during the rookie draft last year. It, it, it'll support my my uh, my statement, and that that's when the action comes. That's when the value is. So if you're trading rookie picks right now, you're doing the overall value of your team a disservice because you can get more than. And shout out to MFL for that rollover today. I see you, I'm MFL. Glad. We got you. I was like, I we'll be back so in a few fat. hours. It was like they're like, we'll be back in a few hours. Like a few hours, my ass. <laughs> And sure enough, <laughs> to their credit, about four hours later, boom, back up and running. 
they're becoming more efficient in their process. But then you're all weird because half your leagues have rolled over, the other half aren't, and it's like you use the league drop-down menu thing, and only like a fourth of your leagues are there. You're like, what the hell? So for the next week, it's going to be weird, but uh, I, I like it. I, I like it so far because uh, when you click on a player, it does some new stuff. So props, MFL. We see you. Oh, really? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, where do you stand on it? Grand pick. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I found this debate interesting. I put it out on Twitter, and I was surprised that you know three quarters of the league said it was. It might have even been closer to eighty-five percent of people said basically, you know, pick six or beyond. You know, and I actually did some. I did some analysis on it. I ran some simulations. I actually think it's one hundred five. Um, based on, I, I looked at the warp data, I ran 10,000 simulations on it and it comes out about the 105. So, and if you think about it, right, that doesn't sound like a huge difference, but in production value, it's actually 20% above where you guys are talking. So that's a, I think that's a hidden efficiency. Um, and especially if you just, if you just sort of say, Hey, I'm going to trade for a random future pick and I'm going to take a running back. Like if you just sort of do those two things, that's a massive upgrade, right? Like that's the value on that that running back, that random running back, actually turns out to to look a lot more like a top three pick. So I, I don't know. I sort of look at that, and so we were talking about the orphan building strategy a little bit. I I really like that sort of re take a random shot a year out because there's so much uncertainty. And again, if you say late first, I you know I, I think we're really bad at evaluating teams in, way in advance, right? Some I mean sometimes. Yeah. You know, you can just tell, this, look, if this team suffers four injuries, they're still going to be a, the one seed in the playoffs, right? I mean, that those type of teams exist. But you'd be surprised at how tenuous some of this stuff is. So you know, I, I look at it, and I I tend to think that rookie picks are undervalued uh, just based on you look at the data and you compare the rookie pick value to the startup pick, you know, the corresponding startup pick that I've identified, and the rookie pick's more productive and then you sort of look at that and you say okay there's a lot more safety and security in the pick right the pick doesn't lose a job the pick doesn't get hurt the pick doesn't get caught suspended you know arrested whatever um and there's a lot of there's a lot of security in that and so again you then you're coming back up towards draft day you're out and it's rising in value and so I tend to think, I think rookie picks are undervalued and, uh, you know, and I think that we tend to weight the positions wrong too. And so if you come at it with those two ways, I think it's really hidden efficiency. That's why I could listen to Jordan talk all day. <laughs> just, could you just re man. read, read to us while we go to bed out of your book, <laughs> bedtime stories with J Mac. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have to sometimes I have to read out loud for my for my day job, right? I'm I'm a prosecutor during the day, and I had to read these stipulations. Oh the, shit! Got five zero on here. There goes Jerry. Oh, God, I'll tell you what. I had to read, and I couldn't I couldn't make it through a paragraph. I was stammering, stumbling over myself. Like I just can't write stuff down and read it. So I would be the worst. I'd be the worst audio book reader of all time. It would be hum hum. You know, all these sorts of mess ups and everything. It'd be pretty funny. Random off-topic question: Who who would you want to read your autobiography? Samuel L. Jackson or Morgan Freeman? Got to be Morgan Freeman, man. Uh, I, I need the I need the MFers of yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. I love Pulp Fiction. Mine's got to be Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's reading your autobiography or your memoir. You sound you know 50, 50 IQ points smarter and you know a lot more sophisticated. That's a fact. 
You got a point. I need George. Oh, I'm switching. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Randy's IQ will be 53 now. Yeah. <laughs> All of the benefits of life just go up with Morgan Freeman as the as as the narrator there. Extra soon. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Jordan, if uh, if if people buy the book. Um, instead of a strategy session, can they break those up into smaller segments where you read a chapter of your book to them per night? <laughs> I'm telling you, Jay Mike, you don't want to do that, man. That, that... <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't, you know, it's funny. We come on these, like I've been doing some podcast appearances and, you know, I'm on with UTH and stuff. And, and we jokingly say at UTH, we've never seen a show sheet. But man, I tell you what, if I have to write stuff down before the podcast, I can't even like I get so messed up in terms of trying to read it. I can't read out loud. So and it's funny, like I'll go through a whole trial and I've written down like no questions because I just can't read them. I just can't. It's just I'm terrible at reading out loud. I've got so, a new goal. You don't want to you don't want to listen to me read out loud. Trust me. I'm going to hit the Powerball on Wednesday night, and I'm going to hire Morgan Freeman to read me the analytics of Dynasty. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> the go. Analytics of Dynasty. <laughs> Chapter one. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> uh, Chapter one. Amy and Williams. <laughs> Chapter two. 2020 first round picks. <laughs> What's chapter three on the open bar, J Mike? What do we got? Uh, let's, the chat let's talking about anything fun. Can we do something? Let's, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> I mean, geez, calm down. Geez. Uh <laughs> <laughs> didn't finish shouting out people in the chat earlier. Um, someone's in the chat that I think you need to know about, Gabe, because uh, I'm not sure the last time you've talked to this guy. Um, Clint Followell. Uh, hey. The the pastor, Bay. Your Bay. Yeah. He's in the chat. Any special message for him? Look, Bay, when are we going to take over this power hungry league? I'm sick of just sitting in the back, like watching players do poorly for us like let's just start making some moves but let's not try to understand all the powers because i'm not into that like at all <laughs> bosh i love you but i hate learning <laughs> and understanding all of your leans listen to really the pastor can you please not listen to the first 10 minutes of this show <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my goodness I'm like uh, just getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like forever. Morgan ago. Freeman uh, kind of calmed me down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shane Manila's in the building. What's up, Shane? Uh, Sam Lane, um, FF Stompy, uh, all, AKA SFBA champion. He, mm. he shouted us out. He said, Hey, I just want you all to know I love you. Um, it was very kind of him to say. What he a didn't sweetie. have to say that, but he did. What a nice guy. I was within at least like 830 spots of him in Scott Fishbowl. So we're <laughs> one in the thing. Give or take 800 spots. Yes. You know, <laughs> on the Not scroll, really. on the Belosky uh, scroll. Belosky scrolls. Uh, the, no, he uh, had also, me doing good. That guy, he pooped the bed on my team. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Shug T. He's <laughs> good people. Um, uh, Sam Lane also says, uh, hey, his Wubba Lubba Chub Chub, excuse me, <clears throat> Wubba Lubba Chub Chub uh, t-shirt is on the way, speaking of. Uh, we'll come yes. back to that later, Dave. Is that okay? Say it now. Say it as many times as we want. No, you say it now. Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> 
we opened a store last week the open bar store the open store uh <laughs> popping popping tags no popping tabs that won't, that, that won't be on the shirt i promise but that is just uh something fun to say to all your friends and neighbors about the open bar and the apparel that belongs to the open bar we have one shirt on there that says wubba lubba chub chub and it's in Rick and, Rick and Morty cartoon um, style. It says Wubba Lubba Chub Chub. I'm sure J-Mac is all over the Wubba Lubba Chub Chub. Oh, I love that face. We can talk about Wubba Lubba <laughs> Chub Chub next. Uh, and we we want more things. We don't know what it is yet, but we'll we'll figure it out. It's certainly not going to have anything to do with the beginning of our show, but it might have something to do with something else in the show. We'll figure that out, though. Quick plug, moving on. J Mike, you got something? Wonderful. Still in the chat because, like I said, it was lit all the way up. Jesse Reeves is in the building. What's up, Jesse? Um, top Top Gunth. Top Gunth is in the building. Uh, and and they were a lot of people were really digging what you had to say, Memphis, just in terms of your soliloquy on one Damon Williams and the opposing viewpoint, which was fun. Um, I think I'm getting caught up. Oh no, the executive producers in the building. Everyone sit up straight. Get all the gunk off of your face. Uh, Jake Anderson, all rise, uh, is now in the chat, as well as Chris Allen. What's up, Chris? Uh, my brother, hope you are well up in Dayton. Um, yeah, I think I'm caught up on the chat now. Um, <laughs> Shane, Shane said, uh, Jake, Jake made a comment about getting his shirt yesterday. Um, <laughs> he said, Shane said, they sell condoms in there? <laughs> referring to our store you, so you can get an ff bar uh, an open bar condom oh no no wow. oh. uh <laughs> i'm like wait a second the, i i saw the trade addicts mug yeah, look i was like what chain's done i was like your merchandise has jumped a shark <laughs> <laughs> Which, there's levels to this <laughs> the, listen you're so, the one that doesn't want the fourth kid that's all i'm saying that's, that's a fact yeah that's a <laughs> That's a fact. As a matter of fact, help you. I, I appreciate you guys looking out for me the way you do. I do. <laughs> um, Gabe, in the in the randomness of this uh, bio for the show, um, I want to have a quick a quick few drafts. They'll just be one round drafts on random things. Can we do that real quick? On oh, money. Yeah, absolutely. All right, um, Jerry. Uh, you actually no on the YouTube uh, actual display here. Uh, it looks as though Memphis is numero uno. Uh, Jordan, you got the 102. I'm going to have 103. Jerry, you're 104. Gabe, five spot. Uh, first up, top five soda flavors. What's your 101, Memphis? Are you serious? Oh, I was just kidding. A&W. Now, typically I drink uh, beverages without calories because I'm a husky lad. But uh, if I if I just – Going all out, AMW. Hold on, hold on. This dude does marathons and stuff. Don't listen to him. Um, I don't. No, I he do laps around me. People don't do marathons, Randy. But uh, AMW cream soda, money, uh, an absolute fave. One on one. I had cream soda the other day, and it's it been about ten years since I was a, just a boy. <laughs> I'm just a Coke drinker, man. Just uh, just regular Coke. Fountain or can. You know, it's can. It's actually can. Can. Just what, about, what about bottle? Mex the Mexican Coke. Mexican Coke bottle. 
Uh, bottle's yeah, good. Bottle, bottle's good. I like getting a can. I can get it at a work at in a can at work, so it hits the spot. Mm. Can at work. No. So apparently, we need setting <laughs> on this too. Memphis setting for your A and W cream soda. Uh, 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 fountain. If you can get it like at like an ice cream stand, like old school. But I'll, I'll drink it. However, can fountain, but fountain preferred. Do they do the at the because KFC does like when they combine like the A and W whatever? Don't they have that like on tap, like the A and W on tap? You ever had that on tap? Not from a KFC. I've had it from there's there's like an old school drive-in type place in my hometown that has like legit cream soda on tap, and that's like a that's like a destination when I'm visiting my mom. Okay, okay. At one hundred three, I am taking cherry sprite. Because it's delicious, LeBron and... games. <laughs> no. Look, I've been, I've been, I've been rocking uh, cherry sprite since before I could probably do uh, most things uh, in life. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that pick there. Uh, Sinclair, uh, it's on you, sir. All right, mine is I, I think Fago is regional, so I don't know if you guys have no, Fago. I'm with you, yeah. But, but mine is definitely Fago Rock and Rye. It's it's a flavored cream soda of some sort. I don't know what kind. I couldn't tell you. It's just heaven. It touches your lips, and it's just it's wonderful. How do you spell? I actually, that? got a little, little Fago Red Pop right here too. Second, that's my 102. F F A Y G O Fago. It's like F-A-Y. it's basically like a uh, it's like a hood version of Fanta. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, we, we got that, Indy. Yeah, Fago. I don't like. I don't. I don't like saying it. Like I feel like <laughs> I'm saying a slur. All right. Oh. Here's the, here's the pro, here's the problem with Fago. No, I do. I don't feel now, great. I don't feel great about it. I am not an ICP Juggalo type of guy, but if you listen to that type of music, their huge thing is Fago. So that's sort of oh, the yeah. negative connotation I've been around with them. The 10th picture down on Google Images just by searching Fago has the ICP guys <laughs> just smashing it. That's funny. All right. <laughs> uh, ICP's own Jerry. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> just love Jerry. Gabe, what was yours? Bring it up the rear, 105. <sighs> you say bring it up the rear right after Fago? Come on. Um. Look, man, <laughs> no, I'm done with you. <laughs> Hope hey. the pastor tuned out. <laughs> yeah, you, sorry, Bay. Uh, that was that was in no way meant to be um, referential or anything. But I don't know soda. I don't. I don't do that. Okay, hold up. You know what? Because uh, y'all you're talking about A and W and Fago for cream soda, and it's not a cream soda, but it's in the same family. Uh, and this is 101 as far as root beer goes as well, but Barks, Barks Root Beer, B-A-R-K, apostrophe S. I don't no, know if there's an apostrophe. Oh, that was a Q. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Q. Why did I say K? <laughs> I, was, I was like waiting to say Q the whole time. <laughs> I was saying K. Oh, my God. Ooh. It's like I don't even – and I don't even – I don't even soda, so I, I deserve that entirely. <laughs> B-A-R-K. Q apostrophe S. And I was about to say, I don't even know if there's an apostrophe or not, because I don't you, you, soda. You <laughs> so I have no idea. But if anything, uh, uh, that for sure. I'm a, you know, I'm a cocktail man. And I, I, you know what? The so, barley pop is where I'm at, bro. Barley pops. 
That's my 105. Fair enough. <laughs> it's the open Fair bar, enough. opening Ma- bar. McNamara, uh, you have the 101 in this next draft. This draft is now of rookie, upcoming rookies that you absolutely want on every single one of your 32 orphans. <laughs> uh so not necessarily like the best player, but the guy that you definitely want on every single one of your teams, like your favorite right now. Well, I mean, my my favorite rookie would probably be Josh Jacobs, but I think your question more speaks to at their cost. Whatever you, however you want to frame it, it's, Just it's your, your dude. pick. My your dude guy. right now, Alex Barnes, yeah. out of Kansas State. He's not even ranked in places, and that dude should be a top five back in this class. Ooh. <laughs> Writing that down. Spicy. Look at Alex Barnes. Alex Barnes. You want to see? You want to see tape? Five? You want to see tape? Go watch Alex Barnes play Oklahoma State this year. That's all I'll say. Man, first the mullet. Got it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Alex Barnes. And it sounds I, like he I'm, might be cheap until that bump just happened. The McNamara bump. He's not ranked in places, so that's wild. And you like like you just said, like I haven't even heard of him. So that's good. That's good on you. Um, very good. He, might, he he could conceivably be the best speed scorer to combine. Okay. I think we need to make sure this is an actual human. That could be a soda. <laughs> I don't want to download a bunch of random uh, viruses on my computer when I Google Alex Barnes, like right. <laughs> codename Annex of Dynasty vi- uh, Viralware. Like, let's go. Chapter three, uh, Alex right. Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Love your orphans. Uh, so, uh, in the 102 spot, which is me, uh, guy that I like a lot in this class. And I haven't dug into all the receivers yet, uh, but uh, golly, I'm I'm really really digging Kelvin Harmon. Um, I, I I just think that he's he's tough, and he makes a lot of tough catches, and he's really good along the sidelines. I really I really liked a, a lot of what I've seen from him so far. Uh, 103, Mr. Sinclair. I would have taken Harmon. I am going to go Daryl Henderson. I, a little bit scares me just because, you know, the competition he played and he just puts the burners on. But when that dude gets running, it's so fun to watch. My man can just – he's 20 yards downfield in a heartbeat. So, Daryl Henderson's a dude I'm going to try for a lot, I think. That's what's up. Not that one would have been one, mine. One, <laughs> I love how we keep sniping each other. <laughs> Your turn, Gabe. Am I 104? No, I'm not. I'm on. I'm 105. Aren't I? We've we, we've bumped it. We've bumped it back one. So yes, we, we shifted. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, um. Well, I'm I'm a bit confused. Like I don't because I I feel like this this question could be like, are are you just making sure you have this player on your team? Like I don't know because. Kind of what J Mag was saying, just uh, like the price included, like yeah, Josh Jacobs would be great, but like, what's that going to cost? You know, Harry would be my guy, I guess, but what's that going to cost? Um, Maybe a guy that you're willing to uh, draft a little bit earlier than the ADP might suggest, because he's your dude and you want him on your team. 
Randall, thank you. My goodness. I did not know that a simple question like, hey, who's a guy you like a lot could be so meticulously <laughs> picked apart by someone who, I don't know, analyzes data all day long. Good freaking grief. All right. There's the heat from J. Mike, finally. <laughs> <laughs> That's my heel turn right there. <laughs> I'm, I think... <laughs> I think I'm still, I think I'm still going to say Nikhil Harry. I don't, I just, cause I feel, I, I, I don't know. I feel like they're, he seemed like a unanimous one one and then everyone's kind of on Metcalf and Harmon's kind of gotten some buzz too. And now Jacobs and uh, 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 Montgomery, like all these guys, like, I feel like there's going to be a, a big tier at the top of like between 105 and 106 almost dependent on, you know, uh, combine and things, but. I feel like maybe it wouldn't be a, a huge price at this point, you know, for uh, for Harry. So Harry, um, I just I'm just I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for those types of wide receivers. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> there, there's always like one every year, and and <laughs> Harry's the dude, man. I love him. Wait, who was your guy last year? For those that may not know or remember, Corlin Sutton, bust my Suttons. Okay. <laughs> Loose that my son. That a, yeah. What was that uh, Drake and Jamie Foxx or no Jamie Foxx song? Uh, Always fall for your type. Is that a, a little bit of a type you got there, Gabe? Yeah, I'm super uh, basic pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> organic non-GMO with my dynasty fantasy football takes. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, last but not least, uh, Memphis. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Terry McLaren. And this is a guy I, I saw a little bit at the Senior Bowl. And I had the good fortune last week on two different podcasts. I spent a little bit of time with uh, Nick Whalen and a little bit of time with Andy Singletary. Or, sing, oh, excuse me, Andy Singleton. I was mixing him and Devin Singletary together. Um, and both these guys had very positive things to say about Terry McLaren. So then I, I dug into the tape, and, and I like him too. So he, he could shoot up an ADP if he were to land in a really good spot. But I liked all the things that I read and that, you know, he was very well uh, – did a very good job with the interview process as well as being good on the field. So uh, he's someone that that's definitely going to leave a lot of rookie drafts on my team. I'm at it. That's the receiver out of Ohio State. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't know a lot. I, you know, I didn't know a ton about him. I, I focus so much on the pro side and the dynasty side that I, I really, you know, rely on guys, you know, as I'm just now the last month or so, been digging into these this rookie class but i mean when you hear it twice from two guys that you really respect like andy and, and nick it was like okay i've got to bump this guy to the top of the film watching you know list and really see what's going on and i, I like him and the more that i read and the more that i dig the, the more that i think he'll be on a lot of my squads last last draft here um and i and i'll stop boring you gabe i'm sorry um, no, you I'll weren't at all. Skip. I just didn't know that you would actually do that, and I, I love you for it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Sinclair, we're actually going to start with you this time uh, with 101 here. Boom. Uh, one, one upcoming rookie uh, prospect here that you are much lower on or just say, you know what, I'm hands off when other people are like, you know what, yeah, really like that guy. Benny Snell. Oh, the snail slander. I, should, I feel like I fall for like that type of guy every year. <laughs> and I'm always like, 
I love Derrick Henry and I love Jordan <laughs> Howard. And then, you know, halfway through the year, I'm like, damn it. Why did I take Derrick Henry and Jordan Howard? It's, and I feel like I watch Benny Snell and I liked him at Kentucky. Like the dude was good. And that's why I know that I should probably not take him because I sort of like him. And he's, just, he's one of those guys that's just like, I'm a big guy and I run straight. Benny, F snail, man. Snail, yeah. Oh, I hope that's not real. What the rock is cooking? You know that that's a little bit of that's a little bit of UK fight song remix with the snail, yeah. Um, wonderful, yeah. Uh, one hundred two gate. It's on you. Ooh. Um. I I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily. I don't know. Like I said, I think there's going to be a large tier, but if I was going to like rank guys, I don't think I would have Harmon at the top of my rankings. Like every, everyone kind of seems to be on that gentleman's private parts. And uh, I'm not, I'm not entirely um, like, I, I enjoy the tape and I, I agree with you as far as the contested catches, J Mike and the route running was pretty nasty. I just uh, I wasn't sure about separation, and I wasn't sure about his hands. I guess like it, it seemed like he he seemed to catch with his body a lot, but I didn't see a whole lot of tape, and I haven't dug in, in enough yet. But from the limited amount that I saw, I just it wasn't as much as the other wide receivers that I like. And like I said, I think that he'd just be lower than the other wide receivers, but still in a very high tier. Fair. Very fair. That's fair. Another thing that sort of gives him a hit, I think it was Travis May said it when we had him on the war zone, was that he lines up on the right side of the field, I think mm -hmm. like 96% so of the much. time or something absurd like that. Yeah. Facts. Memphis. Uh, I'm going to go with Rodney Anderson. Hey. hey. Well, yeah, and haters in the building. Um, but but for me, it, it's it's the, it's the two prong. It's not just the injury. I mean, I like the talent. I like what I've seen on tape. But you you add in the off the field issues with the injury, and it's kind of a weird injury history. But but that's enough for me to want to where I think he'll go in drafts, which will be, I don't know. I, I could see this guy going as early as the back end of round one, and as late as the back end of round two. And I just think that there'll be someone else that I prefer based on those two strikes against him between the injury history and the off the field stuff, I just not worth the, just not worth it to me. So it'd have to be, you know, a little bit later. So in this case, it's going to be Rodney Anderson. Is there, is there anywhere that he lands or any draft spot that he lands that makes you change your position? Just because I know a lot of people love Rodney Anderson. Uh, a lot of people are very, very high on his talent, obviously not incredibly available with the injuries and, um, some people, you know, not being a big fan of him, the person, uh, but is there any way that he lands that makes you change your tune at all? Philadelphia comes to mind. Number one, yeah. um, the Colts, Kansas city, uh, Tampa Bay, you know, th th those are some of the prime landing spots for running backs right now. So I, I would have to, I, I would have to take into account where he landed and that would move him up my draft board, but just in a vacuum where he is currently, yeah, that would, that would be him for me. So, Mac. It's up to me. 
Indeed. He looks like he's got something up his sleeve, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. David Montgomery? Um, hey. My consideration I'll tell you too. what. Everyone's everyone's all over him as being the top, you know, the top, I don't know, two running back in this class. I look at that dude, and he's got 4 six, five written all over him. Yep. Maurice Claret. Whoa. Wow. Spicy. Excuse me. I think I I think I cut out for a second there. My internet's going a little bit haywire down here. It's I think the cords are actually frozen. So, um, no, I I uh, he's got four six five written all over him. The dude just cannot Man. separate from anybody. And I just I mean I know he's done productive things. I, I know he's and listen. This is a question of cost, right? I mean, if we weren't talking. If we weren't talking, you know, top six picks in a rookie draft, I'd be interested someplace in the in the mid mid second, right? I like that profile, but I just I can't get on board with a guy that that just can't separate from anybody. And you know, Jamal Williams is a guy that I liked a lot, but again, similar. I don't think they're that dissimilar, and they're going a full round difference in rookie drafts. That's crazy to me. So um, I, I think they're very. I think they're similar players, and so. You know, we'll see how he tests, but I think he's got a very – I think he's got a super low floor in terms of how he tests. I really like that comp. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, it hurts my soul a little, but now I got to go watch Jamal Williams in college. <laughs> For everyone listening on uh, podcast form, you can find him at McNamara Dynasty with all of your hate uh, and with all of your venom, <laughs> with, all of, <laughs> with all of your displeasure. <laughs> <laughs> Not where I thought he was going with yeah. that one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you look at, I, I, I mean, just take the player out of it for a second. And I think one of the mistakes we make, generally speaking, in terms of player evaluation is we talk too much about the specific player and not enough about the profile. Hey, listen, and, y'all, this is this is from the book. Y'all, y'all take notes. Yeah. We, I we mean, call this Memphis a writer downer. Hashtag write that down a writer downer. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to look at the play, the profile players, right? And I like to look at it at, at instead of really looking at the name. And you take a player and you know look what buckets they stick in. And I think when you do that with players, you tend to you'll miss less and you'll hit more, right? You'll be able to identify players that just don't fit successful profiles. So a lot of these middling weight guys, these sort of tweener running backs, they have a hard road to hit. Um, you know, it's it's a narrow target for those guys. And I, I look at a guy like like David Montgomery, and he just fits a – he does not fit the historical profile. And especially if he's not going – right, to take him in the top six – to take him in the top six picks of a rookie draft, he basically needs to be a top 45 NFL draft pick. I don't think there's any way that that happens or that it should happen. I think that's a reach. And, you know, so I, I just – that's a clear avoid to me just by the player profile type perspective. Fair enough. Yeah, should happen or, you know, could happen. <laughs> yeah, Ronald Jones Probably. was a top 45 pick, so I guess. Hey, man, no Ronald Jones slander. <laughs> Look, man, that's strike two. Next person to slander one of my guys. Y'all got to go. Got to go. No, yeah, I, I was a big Ronald Jones fan, but you're right. I, I didn't mean to cut your point off. Go ahead, Jordan. No, no, and that's uh, but I again, you look at types of players. There's been two in the past 10 years, there's been two running backs drafted in the 
the top uh, in the in the first round of rookie drafts that have been running backs that weigh 205 pounds or less and that uh, that caught less than a ball per game in college only two right so you, you're looking at a, a very narrow what's that tell you about what his value is and the other one was ray rice um you know ronald jones was one ray rice was two but if you actually look at ray rice's college profile he was significantly thicker right he was a much more accomplished runner and he had an nfl a, a second round nfl draft pick as a backfield tandem mate. people forget that um that brian leonard was his teammate in college and goes in the second round and is a big time receiving back and then he leaves and ray rice averages about two catches per game his his last season in college so if you take that out of it right ronald jones is in a very tenuous position in terms of small guys that don't catch that's a that's amir abdullah empty yardage written all over it. it's just a big time avoid profile to me hmm. sorry Jay Mike. No, it's all good. I mean, you're just bringing up old old memories. I feel like every week on the show, somebody else is uh, just bringing up Ronald Jones and uh, I took him 108 in my main dynasty. Don't feel bad. He's just sitting, and he just <laughs> just reminds me of how stupid I am when I see him. I just, you got to shut up, Ronald Jones. You you you, you got to shot in that. As of right now, he's like the last man standing. Jaquiz Rogers is all but done. Yeah, you say that, and then Jaquiz Rogers. Every time, Jaquiz Rogers. But but guess what? The guy who drafted him or had a large hand in drafting him in the second round is still there, and the coach that hated him is not. So he's at least got a shot going into free agency in the draft. He's See got. Why got tease me? That's it. You're just teasing me. I, he's got the best. There's nothing in between Ronald Jones, but Aaron opportunity. He better make the most of. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to be careful there. Peyton Barber's still there. Yeah, he's, no joke. <laughs> he's a restricted free agent. I, I like I like Peyton Barber, but he'll be back. You know, he makes uh, Jordan Howard look look fast. Oh, Peyton can actually catch. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that is true. Uh, last but not least, uh, I will uh, likely have, and this is funny because. Um, my my homie Zach, uh, Zach from the Dynasty Dummies, um, they were talking through their show about uh, wide receivers um, over their last two shows that they've had on the podcast, and um, they kind of comped this guy to one of the guys that I kind of like a lot. Uh, and I don't know if he it wasn't a direct comp. Um, they just he he was brought up in conversation um, with the same player, uh, and I like John Ross a lot coming out. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I've grown or, or, or something's changed. I do not like Marquise Brown. Uh, I'm not a Hollywood Brown guy. So, um, for, yeah, for whatever reason, even if he does fall late first, uh, obviously, you know, things can change, right? Uh, so, but but not even with a landing spot that's like the, the juiciest of all juicy spots. Like, I'm just not uh, – I'm not excited about him. He's what would be bad. the best spot for him? You know, what, what would be the juiciest? I don't know. What, what happens if he lines up as, you know, the heir apparent to T.Y. Hilton or opposite T.Y. Hilton or, you know, um, that, that could be something that you'd find incredibly fruitful, right? Can the Colts uh, be the new Smurfs then? I don't see why not. <laughs> From way back in the day, uh, all the wide receivers under foot, just a bunch of small fast dudes just running around. Out <laughs> exactly. There. Yeah, Eric Ebron, Eric Eric Ebron lumbering around along the back line. I love it. What could go wrong? No. <laughs> this is foolproof. I love this <laughs> foolproof player. Um, 
Gabe, that's that's the end of my drafts. It was just three of them. I hope that didn't uh, didn't mess us up too bad. Um, that's great. Yeah, you so missed, we, you missed one that I listed. No, who'd you list? I'm sorry. Oh no, I wasn't going over all of them. I just wanted to go over three. Oh, I didn't okay. want to. No, yeah. Wanna... No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jeez, the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's that, we're seventy five minutes in. It's all the bullets I got, Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I, else you guys want to hit on before we go? No. I mean, if Gabe you guys want to talk about Damian Williams, we haven't talked about Damian Williams. At <laughs> I mean, all. we could do one more draft, or we could do one more uh, one more round on Damian Williams. You know, whatever. <laughs> Dame. Okay, fine. <laughs> Damian <laughs> Williams games rank. <laughs> <laughs> There was the class. There was the classic last year. No, um, the that was probably about five uh, games, wasn't it? <laughs> close. We get yeah, just five in. Uh, we wouldn't even remember four, five, and and, and that would be really sad for him. We're Sorry. talking Sorry. about this, and in twelve months, we're going to be having the damn Daryl Williams conversation, just the same <laughs> damn way. So it's Daryl Williams. Worth <laughs> Are we doing him for one twelve? Was about five you guys games. remember Karel Buckalter? He reminds me a lot of Karel Buckalter. <laughs> <laughs> you saw what Andy Reid could do with Karel Buckalter. Come on, is he, is he hurt? Games uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gabe. I'm done. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to hit on before we uh, start hitting hitting these outros? I'm good. This is I'm fun. good. Right. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Oh. Wow. It sounds like they're they're outroing them their their own <laughs> selves out, aren't they, J. Mike? <laughs> well, in that case, night night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get last call. <laughs> no, no last call, no nothing. I didn't even no tweet it. You, I didn't even tweet it. I don't want. <laughs> I'll tweet last call, and then we'll start. <laughs> Uh, J Mike, um, I was going to ask you something. Can everyone hear me? No, seriously. Yes. Yeah, we're seriously. Um, Damien will. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you do it in all seriousness. I, I, I watching uh, the Goodfellas all over again. What do you mean? I'm funny. Funny how? <laughs> what do you mean? Damien Williams? What do you mean? Damien Williams is not worth a first round pick. When you're like, I make you laugh. Like, so I'm you, you said Damian Williams what worth the first. How the hell? No. Go get your shine box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I can't believe we talked about him for that long. It's a very, you know, prime topical conversation. Yeah. And I, I appreciate Jordan, you know, being professional and having the counterpoint because. There's a lot of owners in those shoes right now. And we didn't make it any easier for him. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> we had we had my own co-host on the fence. <laughs> I did switch sides. <laughs> you flip-flop a lot, Jerry. Listen, I'd be a good politician. That's what we need in politics. Let's talk politics. Here, there we go. Now we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's not divisive at all, is it? <laughs> Jordan, you ready for your you ready for your book sales to go through the roof? <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> it was How do you feel about walls? <laughs> I see a whole lot of angry two appearances about Damian. on the open bar about Jordan. David uh, Montgomery. <laughs> 
Yeah, between David Montgomery and the wall, you, your approval rating is about the same as Trump. It's really good. It's really good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take right, a minute. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm done, too. I, it, All right. Hey. Hey, uh, guys, say, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you say some things about yourself. Um, feel free to share anything that you want, um, whether it be about fantasy football, something that you like to do for fun, a hobby in the, in the off season of football, whether it's more football or less football, just say something nice about yourself, but please don't say anything comparable to uh the first few words of this podcast i just can't my my heart i had to swallow just to think about it jerry just talk go jerry go go jerry jerry see I, this is why i hate randy you get, it's like third grade all over again because when i was in like third grade it was when jerry springer was big so i couldn't walk down the hall without hearing that Listen, uh, let's see something nice about me. I, I got nothing. I got yeah. nothing. You put me on the spot and I can't do it. I know. No, it was super fun to be on the show. Uh, you can find me on the dynasty war zone. Lots of shenanigans just like this. I would love to say I am smart like McNamara, but that would be a 100% lie. Um, I just like having fun. I like talking football. I'll talk to you on Twitter. I'll do whatever you want. It's a good time. Love hanging out with you guys. Would love to do it every day of every week of every month of every year. Uh, other than that, let's see. I'm a gambling degenerate. I play video games too much. Uh, uh-huh. And I love football. That's that's me. And you did inspire Trucker Hat Tuesday. Let's let's be real. I did do that. This is true. The inspiration. The that hats are being worn <laughs> yeah. on the open bar. The first thing you explained your hat. This is actually a hat um, that was left here by one of my good friends. <laughs> he stayed the night here, and I don't, I really don't even know what it's from. Um, but he said, "Hey, just you know, keep it." And I think the hat's awesome. I like. Can it. you tell me about the hat, Gabe? Because uh, I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna go with some sort of New Mexico theme. Is where I'm. What I'm feeling. Very, very Aztecian. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you don't know, (laughs) now you know. Now Now you you go. Now you go. All right. Uh huh. Um, I'll hand it over to your partner so we can keep the the DFF um, tandem in check. Memphis, Memphis, and uh, just uh, thank you for for putting up with me. Uh, you you guys learned the life of Jerry. Uh, something fun about me, I uh, I know I enjoy being a dad, and this will be my second coming up season of coaching my son's little league team. Um, not much of a baseball guy anymore. I, I think I don't think I was born with ADD, but I think I've acquired it over the last few years. But uh, it's it's great to get back into the game of baseball and some, spend some time with my son. So uh, that, that's something about me that's fun. Uh, outside of that, on the Dynasty side, uh, record with my buddy Jerry here. Uh, we've been on a great run of guests. We've had uh, uh, your, your your tag team partner there, J Mike, on and a bunch of others. And it's just cool, man. This is the best part about Dynasty Fantasy Football is talking year-round football with like-minded people and hanging out with guys like you guys. So, again, thanks for having us on. And you can find us uh, – 
every Wednesday morning. And we're, we are proud members of the Dynasty Football Network. So check us out there and all of our uh, buddies like Shane and the rest of those knuckleheads. <laughs> Shane, Shane, Shane. You, know, you know, when you say something like that, <laughs> you, you, start with the, you start with the first name and then you say the rest of the knuckleheads as if you're referencing lead knucklehead. Well, 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 well uh, Shane is, the, uh, is, the, is like the, uh, the head nut. Yeah, and, and and the mixed nut bag that it is the uh, the the DF network. But no, that's a bunch of great podcasts. And speaking of which, we got to get Gabe on. We've had Jay Mike on. We're gonna get Gabe on. Then we're gonna get them both on together, Jerry. Oh, don't threaten me with a good time. He set me <laughs> up for that. He knew I was going with that. That's why. I, he did I, it. I, 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 hello. I'm that. I'm all welcome to that. Here. Yeah. Would love would love to uh, jump on with y'all and uh, good good stuff that y'all do over there at the at the war zone. Um, we had uh, and we, I know you were talking about Sheps earlier. We've had Sheps on before. Is he is he still on the war zone? No, he uh, he had a, what I like to think called a a, a life. Yeah, and and, and, so, and sometimes right. sometimes life for him and uh, so for him and Mike, the two original hosts, I was just like hanging around and like, I ran them off. I guess I'm I'm uh, I'm bad luck. So good luck to you two. Yeah. Um, but no, but I'm still in uh, two leagues with John, and John's doing real well. So right. um, he's uh, he's he's got a good life. Uh, he's still in the dynasty plane, and he's threatening to start up a new uh, podcast. So uh, threatening. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> He likes to threaten us with a good time. Sheps is an amazing evaluator of film and uh, especially guys like this time of the year. So uh, he's putting stuff out on Twitter. He's going to you know, be doing something soon. So keep an eye out for him for sure. Yeah. Shout out to John. Good dude. Um, we've definitely had him on before. Uh, all right. Jordan J Mac, the, the Morgan Freeman, Audiobook is now available. I'm just going to do your plug for you. Now, <laughs> uh, J-Mac, my man, good to have you on. What do you have to say about yourself? Thanks, guys. I wish I could, uh, you know, I wish I could afford the Morgan Freeman reading that might spike the sales. It would be, uh, be pretty good. Um, no, I just, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, it's funny because you're asking about hobbies and I spent basically the past year of my life writing this book and so now it's like, you know, making some appearances and talking about it and talking to folks about it, but I got to figure out something else to do. So, um, you know, being a dad's cool. So I, I would echo your thought on that. Um, I got a 14 year old rug rat running around or 14 month old rug rat running around. So <laughs> like, she's, uh, <laughs> she's not 14 years old yet. That's that reverse. I was about to question some long. things for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Last yeah. week, talk, you, what are you talking about, dude? You yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the book's been a, uh, cool experience. I mean, that was basically an all-consuming project. And, you know, you can find it at analyticsofdynasty.com. Uh, you can get it at analyticsofdynasty.com slash shop. The book's there, um, $30 for the book. And if uh, you want to get together and do a strategy session, we can do that too. Uh, there's a price option for that on the site as well. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot of different things. And there's a lot of things I think that are quote-unquote common wisdom or things that are accepted as true that I've just found aren't true. And so there's a lot of that in the book. Um, so you can go ahead and get the book. And I think it'll make you a more profitable dynasty owner. Love it. I need to be that. So, you know, who else wants to be that? Not you. 
not you, not you, because I'm in the league with you and I don't want you to be. But I, at the same time, like, J-Man, I need you to get some book sales. So wouldn't mind y'all buying the book. Go buy the book. Go buy the book. Um, give us a link and we'll put it in our everything that we have, YouTube and iTunes and all those things. Sounds good. J-Mike, the, uh, the third vowel, if you will. Of the, the the JMC family. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm working on that. I don't think it's it's clicking with everyone, but. <laughs> You're giving good effort. I appreciate it. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, and as, uh, as Memphis often says on his pod, um, he, he hits us often with, uh, and, and just saying, hey, uh, make sure that when people are putting out quality work, um, that we are going out and supporting these people, particularly in the fantasy sphere. Um, McNamara has done done good work here, and I've, I've heard him on several pods being out, being out there and talking through his processes and whatnot for the book. So, um, yeah, y'all go support that man. It's it's a it's an awesome project, um, and, and I certainly certainly hope that you will consider doing so. Uh, also, obviously, with our new Wubba Lubba Chub Chub shirts, I hope you guys will consider checking us out there as well. Uh, you'll see a link in the description of the podcast uh, i'm sure we'll probably be dropping links uh, on our pages as well on twitter you can reach um, the show's page at the open bar fp at the open bar fp as in fake pigskin uh, you can find the head honcho of this show himself gabe gearing on twitter mm -hmm. at ff man bun you can find me on twitter at j mike check at j m i c check uh, and to our guests, thank you very much for coming on. We greatly appreciate you. Had an awesome time with you guys. Uh, certainly hope that you'll consider joining us again for more nonsense down the road. Uh, to everyone in the chat, thank you guys for giving us so much fodder, for keeping it lit. Peter Howard came through in the end. I see you, Peter. Um, what's up, brother? Uh, uh, howdy. And <laughs> Yes, P.A. Howdy himself. Pete. Uh, the 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 wet blanket, if you will, fantasy's wet blanket. I think is what I should really uh, what, what he should have the nickname of. Uh, no, Peter's my guy. I love Peter. Uh, yeah, and that is that. So again, to everyone who's checking us out on podcast form, you are missing a wonderful time on YouTube Live, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time, each and every single Tuesday night. Never late. Always on time. Uh, always with a drink, whether it be water or some bougie drink that J uh, Gay puts together, Drambui, which I will never forget. Uh, still sounds like an exotic uh, Victoria's Secret model. Um, <laughs> Might be the name of your uh, fourth daughter, J. Mike. Ah, damn. Boom. Full no circle. Coming, no See that? That's a that. pro right there. Uh -huh. Get bodied. Um, yeah. So that's all I got. Gabe, take us home. Just a fantastic get together that we had tonight between the DFF and the UTH and the FP and the fantasy community. It's lovely. I love the 2019 or just the off season in general, but the 2019 one is, is the one that we have at this hey, Gabe, juncture. Yeah. Real quick. We, we can no, remember, we can no longer call it the off season. It now That's has true. to always okay. be referred just to the season. Shout, no shout out oh, to Russ. Okay. No, remember yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Yep. Say it. the non point scoring season is what Indeed. this is called. <laughs> What about uh, us? <laughs> uh, well, you score points with us, Russ, in this uh, this season. 
pal. Thanks for the order, Jerry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this was good. Great, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus. That's a uh, Adam Sandler, Billy Madison reference since J. Mike didn't get to it. Uh, Billy Madison's my, my 101 for Adam Sandler movies. But, you know, more on that later. More on that next week when we'll be here at 930 Eastern on a Tuesday because we have a show, right, J. Mike? We have guests. We have guests, right? Already lined up, and it's is this our yet again? Did did our EP line this one up? I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to spoil is, things. But did they it? show up a week early? That's all I want to know. We'll see you next week, J Mac. Yeah, this this is partially of the EP's doing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you know who that guy is, then you might know what's in store for us next week. Um, J Mike, quick shout out. And this is a me thing. Just real quick. A me thing. J Mike. Is that cool? Do you boo boo? Do you? All right. I have to, I have to shout out some people because they, um, are, are taking care of me for my, uh, <laughs> I don't know, fantasy football podcast, musical talents, whatever those, uh, those are and, and, and helping them, um, get a, an intro with the hip hop vibe. Tell me what you see. Tell me what you see. <laughs> I, I heard the new goat cast intro last week from Gabe and it was it was the truth. It was the truth, truth. Hey. <laughs> That's the truth, truth. And I always be trading. Don't try to betray him because first you gotta bait him. It's true. I mean, that's a it, 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 it was uh, it was uh, it was hot fire. So uh, <laughs> show up for the hot fire intro. Stick around for the quality dynasty content. <laughs> um. So shout out to Tyler, Sam. Um. I I know there was someone Hans and Franz that that got that pay, that got me, and and I don't know who that is, but th thank you, uh, Chris from from the manual um addison jake thank i mean anyone that's made that i made an intro for thank you just thank you all of you i appreciate you and i love you and i'm happy that i'm a part of your uh podcast that's all i have to say j mike um let's put some drinks in the ah! put them up to the uh the old little uh um camera here j uh hey uh jerry j mac you get, are you guys gonna Dude, okay. Well, I already drank mine. Well, Gary, I can't. Amateurs. Gary, better <laughs> luck next better week. More better luck next week. We will see y'all next week. Shout out to the FP crew, fake pigskin. Tuesday, 9 30 Eastern. We'll see y'all. And I'm deuces.